So the other day I was sitting on the couch and I got kind of bored. So I went upstairs, looked on the laptop, and I Googled electric bikes. Because I wanted to ride my bike, but I couldn't ride the beach cruiser because I kind of hurt my knees. So I Googled electric bikes and this cool company popped up called Borrow Our Bikes. I couldn't have been luckier to find this company. It was so easy and so seamless. I got on the phone, called the guy. He recommended renting the Hemiway Escape. Um, It ended up being the best bike ever. I definitely want to buy one now. But they are on Instagram. Their handle is at Borrow Our Bikes. And I seriously, like I said, had the easiest experience I've ever had. The guy showed up, dropped the bike off, gave me a few simple instructions When I was done with the bike and done renting it, he showed up when he said he was going to show up and picked the bike up for me. Didn't have to move the bike or do anything. All I had to do was hop on it, ride it, and have fun. And that's the kind of experience I expected. And they came through in the biggest way. And that's why I'm talking about them right now. If you want to check them out, go ahead. You can find them at borrowourbikes.com. Hey, all you highly irritable fans, it's Adam Lee and Marissa Jane. As you all know, we both suffer majorly from anxiety disorders. We find ourselves daily trying to find ways to calm our anxiety. We have both done a lot of research on tools to help with anxiety and panic attacks. Out of all the tools we have at our disposal, the one thing that is most effective for us is breathing. So we got lucky when we found a company dedicated to breathing techniques. Comiso Design is not only our feature sponsor, but they designed a tool called the Shift. And the Shift is a tool that helps with your exhalation time. Inspired by Japanese flutes, the Shift was created to slow breath. The Shift takes your breath from longer inhalations to longer exhalations. When you exhale for 10 seconds, you're sending a signal to your mind and body to slow down and remain calm. You can also wear this around your neck, and it's a small, tiny little flute. And we are so proud to have Comiso Design and their owners, Todd and Vanessa Steinberg, sponsoring Highly Irritable. This podcast was seriously made to help with our anxiety. So to have a sponsor that helps with anxiety and is passionate about it, just makes it that much better. And for all the fans out there that are struggling with anxiety and panic attacks, you can find the link to purchase the shift in our show notes or on our website. You can also check them out at www.comisodesign.com and you spell that www.comusodesign.com. You have to check them out comisodesign.com Welcome to Highly Irritable. This is my daddy's show.
that's a fact, nigga. 32 extendos in my Mac, nigga. Spend a thousand on some t-shirts up at Saks, nigga. B12 in the valley, black on black, nigga. SA in the valley, do my tax, nigga. White boy in Manhattan, pay my tax, nigga. Drive out to the Hamptons to relax, nigga. I stop smoking weed and I relapse, nigga. Travel around the world and I came back, nigga. Worth a couple million, that's a fact, nigga. But I am nothing like you fucking rap, niggas. If I snap, nigga, ain't no hanging out We take y'all off and double back, nigga Open trust accounts, deposit racks, nigga Million dollar life insurance on my flesh, nigga Beamers, Benz, Bentleys, or Alex, nigga Ferraris in them Lambos, that's what's next, nigga I ain't nothing like you fucking rap, niggas Hustle man, a shooter, that's a fact, nigga 32 extendos in my Mac, nigga Spend a thousand on some t-shirts up at sex, nigga I ain't nothing like you fucking rap, niggas Hustle man, a shooter, that's a fact, nigga 32 extendos in my Mac, nigga Spend a thousand on some t-shirts up at sex, nigga AMG Mercedes I ain't like you other podcast uh, I love Nipsey uh, Can't go wrong busting out a little Nipsey before a show, right? Right. And let me tell you something. This ain't just no normal show. No, it's not. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Nipsey with me because you're right. We are nothing like those other lousy podcasts. We are highly irritable. And welcome to another episode of the Highly Irritable Podcast. You get to listen to episode 25. It is hard to believe. And I am your host, Adam Lee, followed by the lovely, gorgeous, wonderful Marissa Jane. Ah, I love it when she fills that line. (laughs) Episode 25. 25. I cannot believe it. I can't even believe that we made it past episode two. Two. Oh, my gosh. I can believe that. But it feels like we're more like episode 50. I mean, 25 just doesn't sound right. I feel like we've got like multiple chapters to this thing by now. Well, you know, yeah, I posted a pretty funny video earlier today about, you know, we're on episode 25 and I haven't really changed, but my face, it looks like Shrek. Did you see it? No, I didn't. Kind of funny. Did you tag me in it? No, it was a story. Oh. But anyways. I'll have to go look at it. Yeah. So seriously, though, all of our highly irritable and highly anxious fans just want to say welcome to episode 25. We've got a good show in store for you. Um, but first, we want to thank our sponsor, Camiso Design, for coming up with such a wonderful tool to uh, help clear your mind. And I did it right before the show. My five in, five out breaths and the shift. If you don't have one, get one. Go to high, or sorry, go to camisodesign.com and you can use the order code highly irritable one. And that will give you 15% off your purchase of the shift. Um, and I'm telling you, it is a wonderful tool. And it's a nice little fashion. Yeah, piece of fashion it is. that I can wear. I don't even know how to say that. Right? What am I saying wrong? What is it? Uh, it's a piece of jewelry. But yeah, it's a nice piece of jewelry. But it doesn't look 
super feminine. And that's what I like about it because I feel like a man can wear this as well as a woman and it doesn't look too like, you know, feminine. It, it looks nice. Yeah. And, you know, even if you don't necessarily have anxiety, um, this is definitely something you should get just to get, you know, work on your mind a little bit. We exercise, we do all these things for our body, but we rarely focus on our mind. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it may not happen now, but it will happen at some point where your mind needs a rest. And if you were giving it the five in, five out with the shift, I guarantee you, you would be feeling a lot better. Yes. And this is a great tool to help you with that. hundred um, percent. So anyways, thank you, Camiso Design, for being our sponsor. And we also want to thank Liquid Death. 25 episodes murdering some thirst, baby. <laughs> they help so much. For 25 episodes, they have been the water boy. For 25 episodes, my mouth has not been dry. 100%. They've been clearing our medulla oblongata. Oh, going yeah. fancy, huh? Well, you never seen water boy? No, I have. Yeah. <laughs> Alligators got medulla oblongata. Anyways, I don't want to get into that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, needless to say, thank you for murdering our thirst there, Liquid Death. You guys are the shiznit. Um, if you get a chance, check out the show notes right now because there's a big deal going on with Paramount Plus. They are offering a free trial so you can be a part of celebrating MTV, which was established in 1981. And I got to tell you, I grew up on MTV. Yeah. In 1981. I mean, that's a long time. So way to go, MTV. It's hard to even believe the amount of star power they've had and released on that show. I mean, think about it. Britney Spears, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Madonna, Michael Jackson, Nirvana. I mean, think of all these back when music was good. Right. And let, let's not forget Britney might have been showcased on MTV, but she got her start on Disney. Well, yeah. just want to clarify that. But yes, you remember when MTV was strictly for music videos, though? Yeah. I mean, and now it's just basically reality TV, but yeah, but still entertainment. <coughs> and who doesn't love some good like trash TV to binge right? watch? <clears throat> who doesn't like teen moms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't like watching a teenager? No, who who doesn't like watching a group of Italians doing some gym tan and laundry? Right. Well, they did give us that. They gave us, you know, Jersey Shore and they gave us Robin Big, which you can't go wrong with Fantasy Factory. No. I love that show. No. And ridiculousness. I loved Robin Big. But anyway, CBS right now, check the show notes when you're done. Um, you can click on that link and maybe go for a free trial and check out what's going on and what they're uh what they're putting up there for um, MTV. You, and if you're a soccer fan, you can stream um, UEFA right now. The qualifying matches are on. And you can go and get 10% off site-wide at BassPro.com if you want to go buy some stuff for hunting and fishing. And not just that, but other activities too. I'm going to be shopping around on there because they got 100%. some other good stuff too. And don't forget, check out Vivid Seats. As we all know, people are touring again. Corn is back. 
All the big bands are back. Foo Fighters have done a number of shows. They killed it. And then, you know, everyone's been seeing the video of Fred Durst uh, dressed as an old man, and they like him like that. Uh, Check out Vivid Seats. You can save some money on your tickets right now. And not to mention, if you guys could, I mean, we mentioned Purple Garden a couple times, but let me tell you something. Purple Garden isn't just a mind reading site. Like I know a lot of people think like it's a, you know, psychic. Oh, it's funny. But um, they also have a little bit of like spiritual guidance too, which is pretty cool. And you're actually talking to a live person. So, you know, if you get a chance, log on to Purple Garden, you can download the app and you can, you know, check out the services that they do offer. It, it's super cool. I'll put it in the show notes. You guys click on the link. Um, don't be embarrassed if you're, you know, looking to talk to a psychic or looking just for some help. I mean, they have that too. So Yeah, and who hasn't thought about doing that at least once in their lifetime? Just like going and just, you know, who, yeah, who doesn't want to know? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you... I mean, when, I mean, it's cool. I mean, and their fees are relatively low. So check out Purple Garden. Um, and then last but not least, the one and only Nurks. Boom, boom. Um, Nurks is one of our favorites just because uh, Marissa here suffers with migraines. So it's wonderful to be able to have a website to go on to and get her migraine medication along with birth control. So there's a number of things they can help you out with clinically. So if you just check it out, It'll be in the show notes. Click on NERCs and you can go read for yourself what they do for you. It's super cool and it's super, super convenient. Right. <clears throat> super so. helpful. Love them. Well, everybody, now that we are past the boring stuff, so to say, let's move on to the fun stuff and super, super boring stuff. <laughs> Just kidding. The extra boring. You want to know something? What, Cardi? What do you have for me? What do I have for you or what does Cardi have for you? Yeah. <laughs> That's oh. what we have for you. <laughs> Damn you it, Cardi. That. And that. Damn it. Anyways. Why do I fall for your soundboard? Baba Booey. I don't know. Surprise, motherfucker. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Should we just do an entire show of, of that? Yeah, do you guys want to, for the soundboards? next 30 minutes, hear every single soundboard he has to offer? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Anyway, so check it out. Uh, Don't well, leave us. Stay yeah, here. <laughs> stay here for at least another 20 minutes. You might think it's funny. I don't know. We'll see how good it gets. Anyways, let's go over a couple of irritations and maybe some anxieties. And then at the second half of the show, we'll go over the news. We got a pretty good news feed today. Uh, Marissa did extra hard work looking up for the news. Extra hard work for you guys. I've been digging deep. Digging 100%. deep. 100%. Um, and I wanted to mention something too, as far as show news, before I get into the irritations. Um, so I'm thinking maybe episode 50, we do a big live show. Like let's go live on TikTok. Let's go live on Facebook. Let's go live on Instagram all at the same time. Oh, and YouTube all at the same time. Yeah. And I'll try to get like a couple people back that we've had on the show before, maybe like Tyler or maybe Devin or Cream. Just, I mean, it's just a thought. So we're going to have like a big party. Yeah, we're st- we're st- we're brainstorming right now on episode 50 with you guys listening to it so you can we, hear exactly what we're doing. We should have like a big 50th episode Zoom 
party. I think we should. Like a pizza party. Like I think everybody, we should. like BYOP, bring your own pizza. Yeah. And we'll all just like chill out and shoot the shit and have like a big old pizza party on Zoom. And you guys can totally like comment on all the stuff on the show and you guys can interact with the show. I thought that'd be a lot of fun. And if, God, if we start advertising for it now for episode 50, then maybe five or 10 people will show up. <laughs> all five of you guys. There's nothing worse than like, like how embarrassing is it when you log on to somebody's live and you're the only one and there's that awkward feeling of like, oh shit. I need to X out, X out, X out. No, I feel even more compelled to stay because I'm like, if I leave, they'll have no one. So then <laughs> no, I, I have I'm exactly to stay. the opposite. No. I'm like, okay, this is awkward. No, I have to like, stay. Like, what are we dating? Until I see a number two up there and then I can leave. And then it's that person's problem. But then it's probably you and then you're going to leave too. Yeah. And then they will be a down to zero anyways. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm skedaddling right out of that door. Trust me, like. See ya. I feel so sad for those people. Yeah. Anyways, well, if you want to hear yourself on the show, too, you can give us a call at 951-386-0787 and leave a voicemail for Highly Irritable, and we might play your call on the show. You just don't know. If, you, if you're funny, we might play you. Yeah, tell me a joke. Call and, and tell me, like, a good joke yeah. that I haven't heard before, and we'll put you on the air. Yeah, and let us know uh, if you guys want us all to go live. Maybe we'll do a couple stories, see what's up. And uh, I still have the winner of the episode with Cream. Um, there is a winner, and I'm going to announce it on Instagram. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, so anyways, let me tell you something that irritates me. Have you ever been in a conversation and somebody asks you a question, and before you get a chance to answer, you're like, what, well, what happens? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Example one. But they cut you off before you get to finish. You ever had that happen? I just have this weird feeling that your irritation this week is about me. Fuck off! <laughs> I just think personally, like, that is the most irritating thing in the world. Like... If you didn't want to know, then why did you ask? And if you're mad about something, then just say it. Right. Like, don't ask me a question and then not let me answer what happened because that makes me even more pissed off. And yeah, you're, you're just, you sound stupid. Right. It's just ridiculous. It hap it's happens to me more than anybody could ever possibly imagine. And I, I always sit there and I'm like, duh, 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 trying to answer the question that you just asked me, but you're not giving me the chance to do it. I usually just sit there quiet and just Why you wait. being a dickhead fool? Stop being a dickhead. I, Shut I'm gonna up! like, I'm, whoa, I like, I need to hold on to that and play that anytime you're like, you're an asshole to me. Yeah, well. Or I'm going to set that as my ringtone for when you call. That wraps around the building too, honey. I'm just kidding. Anyways. <laughs> kidding. No, but I mean, seriously though, like I hate that. I hate it. And how many of you can relate to that? How many of you have asshole people in your life that like to ask you questions, whether it's your boss, whether it's your uncle or aunt or grandma or someone that thinks they're more sophisticated than you? That's usually who tends to do it. Yes. Uh, but, you know, 
How many people do you know that ask you a question and cut you off mid-sentence before you get to answer? I'd love to know. How about those people that think they know all the answers and then you like want to Google it and they're wrong, but then they don't want to believe you? Oh, yeah. It's the same people that cut you off. 100%. (laughs) They're all looped together. (laughs) 100%. And sometimes they even think they know everything. Yeah. Like you just said. Right. I can probably mention a couple names on air, but I think I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah, I would just keep that to yourself. I don't want to mess up the uh, medical attributes that some people give me, you know, thinking they're doctors and stuff like that. Inside joke. But you guys won't get it. Anyways, moving on from... Just screw those people, okay? Seriously, like Scrub. if you're going to ask a question, let someone answer it. Now, right. something else that's got my blood boiling this week, and I mean bad, is I can't stand the fact. Okay, so we're post-COVID, right? We're moving on out of COVID. Right. And the one thing that's happening now are stores, retail stores, are starting to get back to normal. One thing I don't understand is a lot of retail stores, including the economy, did really well when they were closing at 7 o'clock. But now we're going to go back to opening up the range again and keeping people there past 7. Like, it's the most ridiculous thing, first of all. Like, there's a lot of places that operate from a point to 7 or 5 or 6 and people know that if they need to get in there before the store closes, right? Right. You would think unless you're me. Correct. I think it's ridiculous to keep people there past seven. I think it's an unreasonable hour. And I think that if you have to stay late for a couple of exceptions, then you do. But for the most part, I, you got to close at seven. There's okay. no point in being there for like one thing for like one, one sale or whatever you're going to get. Okay. For certain businesses. Yes. Maybe, maybe not everything. Okay. Let me tell you guys, my irritation this week is the polar opposite of his um my irritation is the fact that stores are closing down early before their actual closing time if your store hours say you're open till eight and you turn your lights off at 7 30 and i hear you counting your cash register at 7 30 i'm fucking pissed because i should have until eight o'clock Technically, yeah, but you don't know how that person's day is gone, and you don't know if it's something like they're doing something afterwards or celebrating. Uh, you got to no, understand, no, 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 no. like, this take was away the, mall. the selfishness. No, this was the mall, That's and they even... were all doing it. It okay. was every single food place in the food court, and I just wanted my damn Cinnabon, <laughs> and I wanted a lemonade from Hot Dog on a Stick, okay? And everyone... Cinnabon was nice and they were open. They were open. Okay. And they weren't in the food court. Yeah, I know I'm rambling, but I'm pissed. And this is my irritation. And I go upstairs to go to the food court and everyone has their lights off at 730 when it says eight. I commend them for that. No, no, it's not right. Take away your selfish pity for yourself for once and understand that there are people 
that work their asses off. And they have lives too. And they're getting paid. So what? So what? If they don't want to stay open to 8 o'clock at night so one person can walk up and get a lemonade after they've sat there all day and done nothing, then you know what? They deserve it. Go home. Go home. Enjoy your family. Let people have family lives. That's what I'm saying. Give people an opportunity to get out of there at 7. If everything shuts down at 7, blanket wide. I promise you the economy is going to be okay because, you know, we lost two hours of retail time. I promise you that everything's going to be okay. The stock market's not even open till 7. Get the hell out of here. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just something that I've always been irritated about because you can still conduct business within those hours. And if you, you know, you have a valid argument on, on if you're, you're open till eight. You're you're open till eight. I I get that. Yeah. If you want to close at seven, close at seven, but don't tell me your hours are one thing and then start closing up because it's not fair to the customer. Well, this would solve that problem. It would. If you want to close at seven and be out of there, I think. Okay. So when I worked in retail, we did not count our registers until after our closing hours. And you sh- well, you shouldn't. You exactly. Should. But your schedule so tell me your schedule also says though, like when you were doing retail, your schedule would say like okay, an hour you're wor- after closing. Right. Yes. You're working twelve to nine PM and we close at eight. Exactly. So that way you knew. But see, other places say, here's your schedule. You're working twelve to seven, but you don't get to account for the two hours of closing shit that you have to do after that's over. Yeah, and that's totally their fault. Like as managers and owners of that business, if you're going to have the mall hours be until eight, then you need to let people know that the food court closes at seven thirty, like on the website. Because I checked, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. not like I just walked in there, like hi. No, I see. I see your side to it for sure, but I also see the human side to it, and like I'm just. I wish that everything would close at seven. Everything, everything. And I'm taking my selfishness the way out of this one. Cause believe me, I enjoy going like on Christmas, the day after Christmas and, and shopping sometimes just because it's fun. Like sometimes there's cool stuff, right? Or you take your sales. Yeah. Yeah. You take your, your Christmas stuff back, but they should close at seven. And I don't think that, you know, people should be open till nine o'clock. I think it's so ridiculous to keep people in a place till 9 p.m. at night or these other places that open 24 hours. Like Walmart, it's the most, yeah. It's the greediest thing you can do. It really is. And like you really don't need it. You yeah, don't. but those people aren't working 24 hours. They, I mean, they have their schedule and they work their normal. They do. But at the same time, it's just stupid. Because especially with online, you don't, you know, people don't need to be there past seven. I mean, that's just all there is to it. They, if they needed something past seven, they can order it. Yeah, but if you think about it, that also takes away from those people making the money. Those people well, who work the night shift, that gives more opportunity for more employees. You know, if they had it open and just had self-checkout or whatever, less employees at night or however past seven, like that takes away opportunity from people who act like real people who need that money. So personally, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. People need family time. But if you're working somewhere that makes like $15 an hour or something, you know, minimum wage, chances are you really need those hours. Shit is getting real. Shit is getting real. So I, 
I think you we're know just going to agree to disagree. Really good topic. So <laughs> this is a great topic, though. But I think, you know, you guys, listen, email the show and tell us how you feel about that. Do you feel like everybody should blanket shut down at seven? Or do you agree with Marissa and that things, uh, you know, or well, actually not agree with Marissa? Uh, I agree with Marissa. But do you think that things should shut down at seven? Or do you think that things should continue moving on the way they do and retail stores should go back to where they're open till 9 and 10 and midnight? I'd love to know your guys' thought. Email the show at highlyirritable1 at gmail.com. And moving on, I have to say, these are a couple things that just make me anxious, okay? I want to talk about anxiety. And we've only got a few minutes, so we're going to touch on one and probably take a break. Okay. All righty. Who else gets anxiety when you're watching videos? And let me tell you something. This has been a trend lately, so it's happening a lot more than usual. But when people like take videos of their pet snakes and it's around their neck, does do you get anxiety when you see that? Mm. I don't get anxiety when I see it, but I would never personally be able to do it. I, if you have a snake oh. anywhere near me, I, I'm not able to. I can't even explain to, to you the amount of anxiety I get. Like, I feel like that snake is literally going to clinch up on the neck and choke the living shit out of its owner. And I wouldn't be surprised. Like, and have you ever seen like the videos where the snake does get a little scared and it starts to tighten and like they kind of freak out a little bit? I've seen it do it to like their arms before and they're kind of like, oh. Oh, I, 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 I can't I'm even not explain a fan it. Like, of snakes. And there's been more, I see, I don't mind snakes, but I'm not going to sit there and put a 200 pound no ball python on my neck. You and don't let mind it, snakes. No, not at all. So that little tiny garden snake that we found in the house. Well, I didn't know it was a garden snake. I didn't know if it was poisonous or not. Oh. But like if I'm dealing with someone's pet snake. I have no problem with that. Like You would I, hold it. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't let it crawl up on my neck. No, but you would hold it in your hand and let it wrap around your arm and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be, I'm not, a, I don't have a fear of that. Oh, uh, no. I, mm-mm. But I, I'm telling you, those videos where I watch people literally put snakes around their neck and you can like see the snake like kind of moving all over the place and it's so unpredictable, like... It just literally freaks me out, especially when the snake is bigger than the human. Yes. <laughs> like you're, when the snake is like thicker than your arm. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's not cool. It's a no for me. No. I do, and honestly, like I always wonder because like there's this, uh, there's this guy called Wrench Face and he's on TikTok and he does it a lot. That's pretty much why I see a lot of his videos. He's all about blue collar iron workers, you know? Yeah. He cusses a lot. Funny dude. But he's got, you know, a wrench tattooed on his face. Oh, that's why he's wrench face, huh? Correct. But he has little girls, like little kids, and he has these huge ball pythons, and they're always around his neck. And all I can think of is, like, one day, if your freaking snake is hungry, what's going to stop it? It's a fucking 25-foot snake. It's huge. And he wraps it around his neck like it's his buddy. You can't predict what an animal's going to do. All pythons. I'm pretty sure that that's what my brother had when I was little. Mm. When I was growing up, my brother had a couple different snakes. And uh, what was its name? I think its name was like Big Mama or something like that. And this snake was like 
eight or nine feet long. It, it, it's honestly, it gives me anxiety. Like every time I watch the video, I have to scroll. I can't watch it. Well, it, yeah, it's not so much the wrapping around things for me. It's like the feeding the snakes. I feel so oh, bad yeah. for like the little mice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I had to bring it up because it's one of those things that like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people relate to, but like, you got to let us know if you can relate to that. Just like simple relation. Like, you know, does it give you anxiety if you see a huge snake on someone's neck in a video? Like, is it something you want to see? Well, like, let me ask you, are you claustrophobic? Yes. Okay, because maybe that could lead into like a claustrophobia thing. Maybe, I don't know. not being able to breathe. But I didn't like seeing Britney Spears with a snake around her neck up on stage either. Like, huh. how do you know that snake's not just going to pinch her head off? Right. I mean, seriously. Ugh. No, not a fan of snakes. Anyways, again, if you guys want to give us your thoughts on that. If it gives you anxiety watching people put snakes around their necks, email us at highlyirritableone at gmail.com. Until then, enjoy this small commercial break. Hey guys, I know we talked about Camisto Design in the beginning of the show, but we just wanted to bring them up again and let you guys know how incredibly important they are to us. Breathing is so important to people with anxiety disorders. One way to check out how the shift works is to go on YouTube and watch the video of the owners, Todd and Vanessa Steinberg. They talk about how they were inspired to make the shift, how it works, and the science behind it. And how many times has our therapist basically told us, like, you guys really need to work on your breathing? Breathing is one of the most important ways to help with a panic attack. Seriously. And, you know, panic attacks can come and go And anxiety attacks can come and go whenever they please and anything can trigger it. Right. So the best thing about the shift is that you can wear it around your neck and it's completely convenient and you can use it at any time during the day. And not only can you use it any time during the day, and this isn't like just a tool for you to pop out and use when it's happening. This is also a tool to use to prevent these things from happening and calm your mind. And that was the goal for Todd and Vanessa, the owners of Camiso Design. Their goal was to design the shift to help with everyday life and calm people's brains because we have over 50,000 thoughts a day going through our brain. And they decided to make something to help with that. And that's why we are so proud that they are sponsoring the Highly Irritable Show And we want you guys to be a part of that too. So if you have anxiety or you have a panic attack or deal with panic attacks, you can definitely go in the show notes. I will have the YouTube link for the video in the show notes. I will also have the website link in the show notes. If you don't want to look in the show notes, you can also go to www.comisodesign.com.
cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers are throw away. Hustle the other way. That's why they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Cause I took control of things. Ball in the solo way. And if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege. Slots in that soldier race. Niggas don't know them days. Take you in back of the buildings. Make you expose your rage. Take you across the tracks. Make you explode the face. Now you official now. But you got a soul to save. I just been cooking that note. I'm about to drop in the fuel. Think if I call it the great, the people gonna call it the truth. I ain't really trip on the credit. I just paid all of my dues. I just respected the game. Got my name all in the news. Tripping on all of my moves. Quote me on this, got a lot more to prove. Remember, I came in this bitch. Fresh out the county with nothing to lose. On the count of you But I don't do this shit for nothing No, no, no Not at all You My mama need real money with Not you do Oh, yeah, though So I don't do this shit for nothing Hustle and motivate. Woo! I love Nipsey so much. <laughs> I really do. I love him. I wish I could do a whole show just playing Nipsey songs. I think I would. So you just want to like play your whole playlist? I love it. Yeah. I love Nipsey Hustle. Nice. Anyways. Anyways. Welcome back to episode 25. Thanks for bearing with us through this small commercial break. We are moving forward. Hey, I just have a question, though. Like, well, actually, thank you, Liquid Death, for keeping us completely hydrated again and murdering our thirst. It's been very nice of you. Liquid Death has now said this to my thirst. Fatality. Perfect. <laughs> Anyways. Now, seriously, though, um, one of my questions I have for the fans is, do you get anxious when you're driving and like either you're next to the wall that's on the freeway or like a big semi? Like, what do you think? Do you? Yeah, I do. Um, those little, uh, what are they like center dividers I that call, they put up? I call it the wall of death. The wall of death. I don't like that. And I feel like no matter where you drive in California, you're going to hit one because there's construction all the time right so you're bound to have to be next to one and it's that or it's you're in the middle lane and you got a car on each side so it's like or you're in the farthest lane yeah (laughs) and then you have to let people merge in front of you so it's like the lesser of the evils so which one do you choose right sick and tired i know you are i know you are was that me yeah Sick and tired. I, I am sick and tired. Sick and tired. I literally, like, in the worst part about it is, too, is, like, let's just say you're driving on the freeway 
and you get behind the person that wants to go like 40 miles an hour and stay at like the same speed as the big Mack truck that you're driving next to. Yeah. And you can't get around them because people are buzzing past you too fast. So you're kind of like in that stuck zone between the semi and this dummy that's in front of you. There's no, I mean, I can, it literally makes my, my like hair stand up on my arms. So you don't like driving next to the semis and the wall of death. Yeah. The wall of death gets me like there's a place in San Diego called Coronado and in order to get there, you have to drive over this gigantic bridge over the San Diego Bay. Yeah. And they have that wall of death that's in the middle. And for some reason, like, I always feel like I'm going to, like, run into it. Right. I And then, like, uh, there's another place in California where you're driving up to uh, Riverside. And there's a wall in Paris that gets pretty close to your car. And you don't really have a choice. And you're flying. Like, everybody on that yes. freeway does 80 miles an hour. And they've been working on that for so long. Oh, my God. The most anxiety I ever had. Like, I literally, my hands tighten up on the wheel. I mean, it's like, all I want to do is get over into the lane that's not next to it. But somehow I get stuck in that lane. And you have to stay there. Right. It just sucks. I wanted to bring it up. Like, I know that this is relatable. I know someone else has that same anxiety and there's nothing worse and nothing, something that gives me worse anxiety than that is when you're driving with someone who is anxious. Wait, can I do you one better on the previous one? Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about the wall of death? You know what I despise is those little pull things. That you have to drive next to for like the fast track lane. Oh yeah, I hate. Those oh my things. god, and on the ninety one, you know people hit them because there's always ones that are knocked over and missing. Yeah, yep. so you know damn well people hit those things. Hundred percent, and and they hate suck them. too. And you get close to those too. Like yeah. you can hear your tires sometimes go on those little black things on the yeah. ground holding them. Yeah, yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. But what's worse than that is driving with someone who is anxious too. Yes. Oh my God. My first of all, let me just talk about I mean, I'm sorry, Dad, but you suck to drive with. Like you ever driven with someone and they do that shit where they lift up out of their seat because they're air braking on you? Oh yeah. I do that sometimes yeah, though. And I, I know. apologize. And you look over at them like, Really? <laughs> really? There's seven thousand feet between us and that truck and you're braking? It's the the lack of control. Oh, they it drives no me control. crazy. Or when yeah. you see him go, uh, or like they crunch up or make a noise, or like in your case when you go, <gasps> my gasp. <gasps> like there's nothing going on. There's nobody even around us. <gasps> and you're like, what? And I'm like, oh, my TikTok. Do you want to watch it? <laughs> oh, I hate driving with anxious people. It's one of the things that like I literally would rather just pull over and be like, you know what? I'll walk from here. I'll, I'll walk on the side of the freeway. You can gasp and do your air braking on your own, buddy. <laughs> Especially you, Dad. How about the uh, the oh shit handle holders? Oh my God, those people. The people that literally like cling for their life. Yeah, they rip it off of your vehicle. They're clinging, crin- uh, clinching so hard down on it. When they let go, you can see their handprint in the <laughs> handle. Yeah, I, I, it's. I was driving your mom somewhere <laughs> a few weeks ago, and I looked over just out of curiosity, and there she was gripping the door for her dear life. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> I, I literally can't stand that. Like, I'm the most relaxed person when someone else is driving. Yeah. Because the last thing I want to do is add to your stress. You're already stressed out because you're driving. And now, like, I'm going to add to that. Well, not only that, but in the case that there actually is an accident, the stiffer you are, the worse off you are. You know what I mean? Like, the more likely you are to break something. Like, if you want the person driving you to be calm. Calm down. Calm down. And not, like, be freaked out like you are. You need to relax. Okay? Right. Dad, like, you got to chill out. For real. It's stupid. Like, even going around a turn, my dad's butt cheeks clinch up. Like, I know they do. Like, he freaks out about everything. He's like, just making sure. Just making sure. Oh, that's so funny. (gasps) Like, he's the worst person to drive with. And Marissa's been with us when we go to, like, the airport or whatever. And it's like, you know what? Just be grateful that you have a ride here (laughs) instead of being, like, a total dick the entire ride and wondering if I'm going to ram us into the back of another car. (laughs) Yeah, because we could have called you an Uber. Seriously. And we're taking you to the airport, which is terrible. I hate going to the stupid airport. That gives me anxiety because you're stuck there. Right. And there's people walking all over the place, and I always feel like I'm going to hit somebody, and then there's the little parking people that, like, get out of here. They don't want you there that long. And, ugh, I just, the whole thing, like, seriously, I don't know if, like, maybe just driving is making me anxious lately, but, like, for real, like. If you ever want a job I'm gonna video my where dad. you feel like you're in 100% control, get that job. Like, be that person that stands out front of the airport and yells at people oh, yeah, to they move got, along. They got authority. Oh, 100%. People fear you. <laughs> and, and and let me tell you something. You, those guys ruin about 15,000 people a day's lives. Yeah, so if you're just one of those irritable people and you're like, God, I'm just looking for work and I don't know what I want to do, go stand outside of an airport and tell people you can't wait here. Move your vehicle. For <laughs> Circle real. Circle around the terminal again. Throw shit into the neighbor's yard. That's what you want to do. <laughs> that soundboard's going to trick people up. And I, you know what? Like, seriously, though, they sit there and they, uh, like, not only are you saying goodbye to your loved one, you're already, like, totally bummed out. And they're like, get out of here. They, like, get all butthurt. Like, this you can't no be here. no parking zone. I don't care what kind of day you're having, dickweed. Get out. Like, right. And you have to, cause like all they do it, like if they start like blowing their whistle and freaking out, then the police show up like instantly. Do they really? Yeah. I've had it happen. Cause <gasps> no I told them, I said, dude, piss off. And the guy's like, brr, brr, he started blowing his whistle and he, he waved his hands and the police started coming over and they're like, sir, you need to leave. And I'm like, I am Jesus. Like <laughs> calm down. But man, I'm going to video my dad next time we're driving. So you guys can see. How many times he clinches his butt cheeks when I'm driving? Oh yeah, is that going to be like a under the seat camera kind of? Oh, action? every time we tur- every time I change lanes, he's he's double, th- triple, quadruple the checking across my shoulder. Do you look over? Do you look over? Like he gets all butt hurt for real. Oh, that's another thing I could see your mom doing every time I merged over. I could see her give a quick glance at the yeah. mirror. <laughs> Are you going to stop looking at your phone? Oh, well, like, I oh. don't look at my phone while I'm driving, but. <laughs> and you yeah I, well i look at them and say oh and you don't do this it, i know you do it's so funny to me though because i'm just like am i making you that nervous i swear i'm not doing a hundred down the freeway like driving in the middle of the lane <laughs> they literally need to 
smoke weed every day. And then their drive would be so much better. Yeah. Or they could just throw shit into the neighbor's yard. And I would probably be okay with that too. I know. We haven't done that in a quick minute. I know. We should. I know. We need to do like a ceremonial shit over the fence. Yeah. (laughs) Let the neighbors know we're still here. Hey, we're still here, guys. Still You're still going to get a shit in your backyard every now and then. Right. And we're going to have another baby, by the way, so get ready for some more. Yeah, haven't heard from Adam and Marissa in a while. Yeah. Oh, there they are. There's the shit in the yard. Yeah, hopefully the white trash cave people left. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they're gone. <laughs> hopefully they checked out a hotel white trash and they're, like, gone somewhere. They're kids. Oh, no. Look at those dirty little kids over there throwing shit in their neighbor's yard. You know, and it's funny because we have two-story houses in our neighborhood. Um, and I just, I, you think I would be one of those parents that were like, oh, no, they have a second story. Go, you know, make sure you got your pants on. No, my kids run around in their diapers. and their Even if you told them make sure you and, had your pants on, they yeah. wouldn't care. No, and then they, they take their pull-ups off, and they wave them around their head, and then they throw them in the neighbor's yard, yeah. ER and Steve's like, here's your Yeah, <laughs> here's your and then they, stuff. like, do an evil laugh. <laughs> and they run inside and leave us there to be like, sorry. You know, that's false, though. They did try to throw something it was me. over the fence the other day. Um, Cash uh, broke off one of those little, uh, what do they call them? Off the palm trees. Mm-hmm. The prawn. Yeah. God, he, for some reason, thought Steve really wanted it and was trying to chuck it into his yard so bad. And I kept telling him he's not supposed to do that. He, they don't want our stuff. Yeah. Did Steve <laughs> look at you and just say, sick and tired? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's just going to call the HOA on us. <laughs> or. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, anyways. Anyways. No, we're actually really, you know, we're not terrible parents. Um, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Well, check it out. <laughs> My time is up. Your time is up. Well, uh, we've come to that point in the show. Really? Is it time for your final thoughts already? No. I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> no, it is not. Is it my turn? I think it is time for the news. The news. Okay, like we said earlier, we have some interesting stuff. It's the news with Marissa Jane. Is that, oh, shit! Oh, shit! Was that the Price is Right soundtrack? It was. That's just for you. Oh, you're so sweet. Don't you love it? Did you hear that um, Bill and Melinda Gates got divorced? No, I didn't. How wild is that? Bill Gates, or were they like a thing? Well, they've been married a long time. Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, they've been married a long time. I didn't know that. I, why would Bill Gates ever get married? There's another guy. Why would you ever get married? You know, I don't know if they were married before. They had to have been. Or does it say like how long they were married? Was no, it like 30, 40 it years? didn't. I could Google it, but yeah. um, no, it did not say that. But it did say that he cheated on her in 2000 with a Microsoft engineer. So they've been together at least 21 years. Wow. How crazy is that? So um, the weird part, though, that I was reading up on that I thought was the interesting part. It was 27 years. 
oh, 27 years total. Melinda, Fr- yeah, the Bill Gates and Melinda French Gates have gotten divorced after 27 years of marriage. 27 years. That's a long time. That's a long time. But I can't believe that like another woman slept with that guy. <laughs> okay, but hear me out. She gave him a hall pass to spend a weekend once a year with his ex-girlfriend. Why? Why? Like, why on earth would you do that? Um, And it says that if Melinda thinks that they were reading science books, she's fooling herself. She yeah. is. She's if they were herself. reading science book, what? <laughs> yeah. I... Wow. So I don't know what the Gave hall them, pass was for, if they like did research together or what, but. Well, here's the question though. Did they break up because of that? Because if that's the case, then what an asshole. She didn't give him a hall pass. No. Okay. So the person who wrote the article said that she thinks Melinda hatched her divorce plan long ago like after the first time he cheated in 2000 so they think that she's been like festering over this for 20 20 years 21 years yeah and then filed for divorce oh okay so like this was all part of like her master plan her master plan was to get him with his ex-girlfriend and like break up with him i don't know but why would you want to stay for an extra 20, 21 years with somebody? Oh, no, God. No, right? That no, you know God, cheated on no. you. No. And then once a year, no. you're going to tell them that they can go no. spend a weekend with their ex? <laughs> no, I, I, it still doesn't make sense to me. And whose idea was that? Was it his or hers? Because wouldn't you find it fishy if I randomly was like, oh, hey, I'm just going to give you a hall pass and like one weekend out of the year, you can go hang out with like, what's her name? You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Wouldn't you be like, whoa, wait, why? Because what are you doing on that weekend? Well, I would think that you're banging somebody else at that point. And I would just right? say, you know what? I Why are we doing this? Right. Like, if I would you, like literally want to just break up. Right. Well, apparently a uh, good old Bill was like, hey, hey, thanks for my hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> for I, uh, 21 well, years. Is that somebody else calling it a hall pass or is it actually them? You know, I don't know. Because it, it could have just but been like, hey, he's going to, maybe like his ex was just his friend. I mean, I don't know. He's a weird Are you guy. Are friends with any of your exes? Yeah. I mean, I'm not I, friends with my exes. I'm not like, fr- we don't hang out. But That's like, what I'm saying. If I were to like see them in passing, I'd be like, hey, how you doing? But you're not spending a weekend with them one time a year, are you? No. No. And you know who all my exes are. So Exactly. So don't you think it's a little fishy? It's I, a little fishy. Well, let's first of all, Bill Gates is fishy right like <laughs> off the bat. I still think he's a damn time traveler, okay? Yeah. And you want to know something? I yes. do. And I also think that those people are probably into some freakier stuff than they lead on to. They're swingers. What if they were swingers? I think everybody with that amount of money is swingers. I think that they're creepy and they do whatever they want. What if Bill want, wanted to be a swinger and Melinda didn't want to do it anymore? And that's why she that left. That could be the case. Or if Melinda just wanted to go back to having a normal life. Yeah. You never know. I mean, she they've looks got very so normal. much money that they could do whatever they want. Right. So, 
you know, I don't know if that's necessarily a hall pass, but like if she honestly thinks that that guy hasn't like gone and paid for sex, then she's kidding herself. <laughs> and she probably knows about yeah. it. And she probably knows how many times it's happened. So That's so gross. That's like, it that's is. yucky. But why get married? That's my point. Why no, get married that's... if you're that un if like you're if why can't you just be honest? If you know that you want to live the type of life to not settle down, like you're like, hey, I have this much money. I don't really, that, that type of lifestyle doesn't interest me. I don't need it. Like I can afford all this stuff and like the lavish lifestyle. Like I don't need like there's the certain, basic life. Yeah, and there's certain people that just shouldn't be married like because of the way that they are. A swinger. Like, it's no, I not even a swinger, but like Tiger Woods, for instance. Okay. Never should have gotten married. Another the guy, rich person. The guy should have literally just done what he wanted to do and not really have, he didn't need to like have somebody, you know, maybe when he's like 60 or 70, it's cool for him to just settle down with someone he's always been in love with. But the, what's the point of doing it at the young age that he was at when he was just trying to bang all those girls? Like why? So do you think that people who come into fame and money can't handle no, I don't. No, I don't. But what I do think is instead of doing it for a PR stunt because your personal relations people want you to look like squeaky clean, oh, you'd be better yeah. off just being honest saying, look, I don't want to get married and I don't have anybody that I'm best friends with or want to love for the rest of my life. I just want to bang. It's so funny to me that they do that because I think it's more interesting to watch single people like, oh, who are they, like, seen with now? Who are they dating? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, Versus I, somebody who settled down. It, they kind of get, like, boring in a way. Like you know I, what I mean? Like, I feel like all of Jennifer Lopez's boyfriends have been PR stunts. Like, I think it's everything just to keep her relevant. Like, everybody she's ever dated was popular at the time she started dating them. Like, and... Mm. I mean, since Mark Anthony, like Mark Anthony wasn't like anybody that most people didn't even know who the hell he was. And right. then once they got divorced, she went on to Ben or I think it was Ben. I don't even know that. I don't know the freaking timeline, but, you know, Ben Affleck is a big deal right now and she's dating him again. Right. Alex Rodriguez at the time she got with them was just on Dancing with the Stars and had become a big deal and she started dating him. So like. I just think it's like all PR stunts when these famous people date each other or get married or do these other things. Unless they're like Tom Hanks where you're married to your wife. She doesn't have anything to do with your fame or your validity. And it's all hush hush and, you know, you do your thing because that guy wants to be married. He wants that little yeah. piece of a normal <clears throat> lifestyle. Right. And, and some people don't want that. No. Well, some people can't do it. Like they don't need it. Right. They're so self-absorbed, which a lot of rich people are. Like a lot of them are so self-absorbed and in love with themselves so yeah. much that they can't possibly love somebody else. Well, not even just rich people. I would say just celebrities or anybody. You know what I mean? Like um I don't know about that. I but I do like I think just you could blanket it across as far as extremely successful people. Right. They feel They're like people either, worship them almost. I correct. feel like well, there's two types of people. They're either relationship people that can hold down a marriage and need that better half, you know? Like, I would need you to keep me straight if I was famous because I don't want to go sleep with a bunch of other chicks 
I just want to be with you. But then there's the other person that's extremely successful that is incredibly in love with themselves and they can't love somebody else because they don't care. So they're just kind of looking for like the fill of the minute. 100%. They just need it to like pass a little bit of time. Interesting. And then they surround themselves with extremely smart people and that's the relationship that they have. Yeah, Other I definitely that, agree with that. It's all about buttering themselves up. Right. And if you listen to anybody who is successful, they t- they tell you one thing. I'm so thankful for the people that helped me get into this or I'm so thankful for my wife. She kept me straight and I couldn't do this without her or him. Yeah. So that's the two people you have. So I'm not, you know, I don't know if I'm necessarily surprised by Bill Gates and her, but I still don't understand why Bill Gates is married. I think it's all PR. I think it's just very interesting. 27 years. 27 years. And even longer than like, I mean, they were longer together after he had cheated. You understand what I'm saying? So like they were together for what, like five or six years, then he cheated and then they were together for like another like 15 years or something. Well, in 20 years. I'm sorry, but once someone cheats on you, I don't really necessarily think there is a second chance. There might be some people who are able to make it, but I say you're done. Yeah, there's no mending that. Like I say, just, you know, you're done. And if you want to be friends after that, then that's fine. But I don't know how you can ever repair or heal from that. Right. Personally, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been through it. So I maybe, I don't know. I can't remember. But what what else you got? <laughs> oh. We're starting to run okay. out of time. Oh, do you want me to go over my other two or should I choose one? What do you want me to do? Let me know what you got next. Okay, so I have cocoa and iced tea or I have a drunker on a plane. Ooh, I like the drunkard on a plane. Okay, <laughs> let me get to it. Okay, so a passenger on a Frontier Airline flight from Philadelphia to Miami <laughs> was duct taped to his seat <laughs> after allegedly groping two flight attendants and getting into a physical altercation with another flight attendant. Shit is getting real! Oh, yes, it is. This man, 22-year-old Maxwell Berry, was arrested on Sunday at Miami International Airport and charged with three counts of battery, according to an arrest report. You have a really nice butt. Uh, yeah, he said that to this lady. Uh, uh, <laughs> just wait. Um, so it happened on a late-night Saturday flight. And it involved the intoxicated passenger. So he had consumed two alcoholic drinks. And after finishing them, he brushed his cup against a flight attendant's butt. Well, he took a pass. Wanted to get her on the Mile High Club. Yeah. He brushed his cup along her butt. So the dude gets totally faded. He clearly had more than two drinks. You know he drank at the fucking airport before he he got on the airplane. He had to have because, well, he was 22. So unless he was a 22-year-old who had, like, just started drinking, and, I mean, two drinks still messed him up. but Or he was on drugs. Or he was taking a little bit of Molly and couldn't keep his hands off people. I didn't think about that one. So you think maybe he took a different substance and then drank on top of it. 
Probably. I mean, why else would he want to brush his cup against the girl's butt? Like, that makes no sense. Why wouldn't you just grab her ass? Well, haven't you ever had, like, that like kind of fantasy about, like, a flight attendant? Yeah. It, there you go. He was trying to live out his dream. I mean, I've had a fl- I've had a fantasy forever to try to bang on an airplane. Yeah. Well, that's why people do it. Mile High Club. Yeah. So the flight attendant told him, don't touch me. <laughs> or you're going to get duct taped to a chair. <laughs> no, 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 no. So he ordered another drink. But when he got it, he spilt it on his shirt. So he went to the bathroom and when he came out, he was shirtless. And the flight attendant wow. told him he needed to be clothed and tried to help him get an extra shirt out of his carry-on bag. According Ugh. to the report, <laughs> he proceeded to walk around the plane for 15 minutes before groping another flight attendant's breasts. Oh, yeah. You have a really nice butt. Nice. So the first lady gets a cup swiped on her butt. This lady gets a full-on boob grab. Oh, this guy's a hero. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was making all his best shots. Well, dude, how freaky would it be, though, to be on an airplane when something like this is happening? Like, And you don't know like if that person's like mentally ill. Right. Or if they are on drugs. Like, dude, you could be in for a real shit show on it, and you're in an airplane. You're, like, you're 30,000 feet. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. what are you going to do? So she told him to sit down and to not touch her. And um, he, he then approached both the first and the second flight attendants, put his arms around them, and groped both their chests at the same time. <laughs> so this, this fucker just don't stop. So, like, I think that when people like that are on an airplane, you know, like, you have your airplane security I think what they should have is an oxygen mask and a parachute. And they should put it on these <laughs> dumbasses and eject them from the plane with their parachute. And it's problem solved. Problem solved. Goodbye. So you're saying <laughs> air mask, parachute, and just push him out the plane. Yeah. So that way they don't pass out. You know, once you eject them out of the plane, they can still breathe out of their well, oxygen tank. And hopefully they pull the ripcord. See ya. At this point, three strikes and you're out. You got the first yeah. girl's butt, second girl's boobs, and then you're going to come around and grab both their boobs at the same time while trying to hug yeah, on them. Yeah, bro. You, you should have known you were getting duct taped. Well, listen to this. But I so, still think he was on Molly or something. Something. The third flight attendant comes over and the first two ask them to watch him. And he punches him in the face. Was it a dude? I don't know. It doesn't say. So he punched one of the flight attendants in the face. Yes. They asked a third flight attendant to watch Barry. The report states that the third flight attendant asked Barry to remain seated and Barry punched (laughs) the attendant in the face. Oh, my God. After a fight broke out, passengers intervened by using duct tape to tape him down to the seat and tie him with a seatbelt extender for the remaining of the flight. <laughs> this guy, dude, needs to be famous. Have they disclosed who it is? Yeah, I just said his name. His name was Barry. Well, that's only his first name. No, no, wow. no. His his full name was in there. Hold He's on. going to jail for a long Hold time. On. So you grope a fuck. You you grope three girls and you strike out three times. He must have been an ugly dude. Sorry, his name was Maxwell Barry. So I'm 
I'm pretty sure he that was this, 22. this dude's a repeat offender. This can't be the first time he's tried to feel up women. 22 years old. Do you think he's one of those guys in college that likes to pry on girls at parties or prey on girls at yeah. parties? And he could uh, be a date, uh, date rape drug guy, right? So maybe he had taken, yeah, maybe Molly or you, some you kind think of he fun mixed up things. His meds? Maybe he was trying to like roofie the. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you never know nowadays with these creepy people. They they do things that are totally unexpected. And, you know, people are just out of their minds lately. Haven't you noticed that? Like, people have been more and more out of their minds doing stuff that you would. It's like, what? I don't think any sane person goes onto an airplane and that happens. I don't think so Especially after two drinks. I mean, the, the dude couldn't even get the third drink in without spilling it on himself and then proceeding to, like, walk around shirtless on the airplane. Yeah. Like, sexually harassing people. That's just not normal. And for 22 years old, I mean, come on, man. Right. Get it together. I know. People are just crazy in general. They're wild. Thank God we have highly irritable. Yeah, so we can talk about all you crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for making you know thank you to all of you nutbag people for making stories for us to talk about because if it wasn't for you then you know what would we talk about like our garden in the, the backyard kardashians do you know how hard i have to dig past j-lo and the kardashians to find this interesting news i'm I sitting know. here rowing my boat through the news that's and all like anybody ever wants to talk about to Dodge all the, like, the sewer trash in the water <laughs> to find the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, look, you're if you're going to do the news, you better do it good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you, or you're you going to get me, fired. You give me one job. Yeah. <laughs> I hope to do it well. I just don't want to have to fire you. Yeah. Well, I've always thought about that. Like, if you do fire me, I mean, what am I going to do with myself? I don't know. Maybe. Take appointment? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> probably schedule one of those god forbid although i don't think you really like touching me anymore but that's okay no but um that's for another episode it's the soundboard the soundboard gets touched more than i do nowadays yeah clearly wow the amount of times you've played at this episode is whoo well it's always been at the right time though so i'll give you that that's true Good and I job. like I like how creative you've gotten with the soundboards, like the cutouts of things I've said before. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. You got to give it up to the sound guys. They did a great job. I know. Our whole crew. We just want to say thank you to our, our crew um, who does all the sound effects and our lighting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we want to give a big shout out to those guys. The guy who girls. holds the boom mic for yeah. us. The, what's your name? Uh, Frameworks. That's yeah. his name. <laughs> Anyways, should we get into final thoughts? Yeah. All right, well, let's blow episode 25 out of the water. Listen, it's episode 25. It's my final thoughts on episode 25. I've given 25 final thoughts. Well, no, 23. Because the first two, I didn't know I was going to do final thoughts. But needless to say, 25 episodes have gone by. And I just want to say thanks. You know, we've grown a lot because of this podcast. And even though it's only been 25 episodes, 
you know, a lot of stuff has come into play within 25 episodes. A lot. A lot of life changes have happened. And I got to say, we're in a really good place right now. And things are only going to get better. And thanks for learning with us for the past 25 episodes of how to make you laugh, how to engage you into the show. And I promise you the next 25, once we hit 50 and we go live on everything, it's going to be more fun than you could ever possibly imagine. And we've got a lot of things in store. Okay. You still got the clothing line out there. You can get highly irritable merch whenever you want. Um, you still can watch, you know, read our blog. You can listen to all the previous episodes and find your favorite moments. And you can email the show at highlyirritable1 at gmail.com. Or you can just call the show and, you know, leave us a voicemail and tell us how you feel. And we might actually play it on air. And you can reach us at 951-386-0787. So anyways, like I said, episode 25 has come and it has gone, my friends. And I know on the last episode, I dedicated the show to my lovely grandma. So this episode, I just want to say this is dedicated to you guys, to the highly irritable world. And all you crazy son of a bitches with anxiety, breathing out of a flute, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for learning with us. And I promise you that the next 25 episodes will be super explosive and a lot funnier than this one. Because each time it's going to get better and better. So without further ado, need, need I even say more? Check out the website. Check out Highly Irritable One at Instagram. Check out our YouTube channel, Adam Lee's Highly Irritable YouTube channel. We've got some videos up there. Some of them are funny and some of them suck. Whatever. It's a learning experience. And when you see us, just tell us straight up. Go fuck yourself. 